0: AJ. Yo. What's happening,
1: dude? How you doing? What's going on? How are you? Nothing so- much, man. You, you pushed the stream button and it said no. <laughs> try again later. <laughs> so, yeah. so we waited a second. Try again. Now it works. Technology. Yeah. Dude, YouTube never fails to impress.
0: With the second, <laughs> the second we're going to go live, I said, "Ever, uh, try again later." It's like I, I think we're going to try again right now. Uh, but luckily, it worked. Uh, hey, I, hey! Before we get into the show, AJ, I, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, all the people that, that donated during yesterday's show while we were watching the upload VR showcase. Um, it was, it was crazy. We kind of ended the show more abruptly than we planned on, and then uh, and, and during the show, like we, we didn't want to talk over all the presentation, and so we got we got great tips from a bunch of people. And so I just wanna say thank you so very much, guys, for your, all your support. We're really, really appreciate you you're the best um and i just wanted to make sure we get that out of the way before we start the show <laughs> can we start the show let's go I, I i wasn't ready to start the show when i asked if we could start the show now no oh, i was now. just kidding can we start the show now
1: <laughs> let's cue the cat <laughs> no <laughs>
0: This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Remember, if you don't like watching us on YouTube, live right here, right now, watching the world go by. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or all sorts of streaming podcasts that I've never heard of before. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. My name's Brian Paul the show right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here to my right, can't do it without him, a partner in crime, Slay J. <laughs>
1: Slay J now is it? It's Slay J. Yeah. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Friday, and we are ready to send you into the weekend with some great PSVR news discussions, and uh, you know something very near and dear to our heart that we need to address and and get fixed, hopefully sooner than later. (laughs) Yes absolutely (laughs) no no but for real we uh we had the upload showcase this is a third day in a row you got us you guys got us three days in a row triple feature uh and uh yeah we we watched the uh, upload showcase yesterday and today we are going to break down all the biggest psvr related news and and talk about it because that's what we do here we talk about things sometimes on topic sometimes not really just depends
0: Yeah, it's a uh, you know I felt like we were coming into December with with a little uh, it felt December was feeling a little bit lackluster. I'm not gonna lie, it felt like there wasn't a whole lot going on. Um, you know, we we know or we are very pretty fucking positive uh that there's big news right around the corner that i know you're all really excited for uh but but what about playstation vr1 what about the thing we already have and the thing that we love and the thing that we can't get enough of uh there just didn't seem to be a whole lot uh going on and uh and you know it was really really nice uh to see the upload vr showcase and have uh, quite a bit of attention on playstation vr and uh and quite a few things to be excited about which of course we will be talking about very soon uh guys before we start the show i just want to give a quick shout out uh to uh to all of our moderators and everybody who make this channel run properly not just here but over on discord and if you're not a member of our discord already join our discord the link is in the description below it's free to join uh it's where all of us hang out 24 7 sometimes more than that which is shocking i know uh but it's a uh, but, but it's a great place to hang out uh and uh, don't forget, if you want to keep the channel running, you can, uh, you can either tip here, you can support us on Patreon.com, uh, or you can support us in another way. Isn't that right, AJ?
1: That's right. You can support us by changing your name to something GameCat, something GameCat-related, or something GameCat-adjacent, as you and something GameCat-adjacent like to say. And this week, we have four new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Recruiting's been uh, busy, huh? Wow. Our, our, shout out to our recruiters out there. Tornadoes. Getting tons of new games. Game, oh, it's Tornado. Tornado's out there recruiting.
0: Yes. For sure.
1: For sure. Uh, who uh,
0: is our first
1: uh, Gamecat shout out? I, I love the first one. We've got Peter, the underground Gamecat on. Pearl. <laughs> There's so much
0: going on there. Not, I mean, we, we know Peter. Peter's been around forever. Thank you so much for your support, dude. I, but, also, but,
1: our good friend, Peter Cordova. That that's is right. correct. I like I the new look, though, Peter. I do.
0: I agree. Yeah, not only does he give Pearl a shout-out, but he gives you a shout-out, and he gives uh, Cats a shout-out by purring. I
1: mean, I <laughs> <know>. <laughs> we we call this the Elite Name Squad. We've also got Serial Killer, the Christmas Crunch Game Cat. Ooh. Captain Crunch is uh <laughs> he's going to have some trouble this Christmas, huh? Wait, wait, so just remind me. What's the deal? He's trying to get
0: you to eat cereal? Um
1: Uh, no. That's just what he managed to do oh. because it's cereal. For those who're listening on like Spotify and stuff, it's cereal with like C E R E A L. So, but when we say it, it just sounds like he's a serial killer. Yeah, um, it's true. But no, this this man, uh, yeah. And and when he asked us, he donated one time and asked us what our favorite uh, cereal was. And I was oh, like, right. I don't know, I don't I don't really eat cereal. And now I have like, like five boxes of cereal, yeah. and I ate like like none of them. <laughs> They're just sitting there.
0: Original Life, by the way, is best cereal I've ever made. It's
1: good when it's crunchy. Good. It's good I when did when have it's some soggy. good ones. Oh,
0: love it. It's all sugar.
1: Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch, man. Cinnamon toast crunch. I think was the winner here. Yep. So good. And then you get the milk at the end. That's all cinnamony. Oh, people, so good. People
0: out there trying to sell you cereal milk as if it's like something you just want to buy off I'm mean, like, I don't think that's like here, here's no. a, here's a cinnamon toast flavored milk. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll say I'll have yeah. the cereal milk when I'm done with the cereal. I don't need it separately.
1: We've also got mystery man PSVR the game cat
0: so mysterious I'm, I'm extremely mystified uh i have no idea who this is I, are I, I mean, you the shoveler are you the blue raj i thought you're gonna say are you the shoveler or the shovelee <laughs> all
1: right wow <laughs> who's our next <laughs> one finally we've got oh i like this one sirens on my end the game cat uh, ho, ho, ho. Somewhere there. <laughs> I found him. That, uh, of course, is is paying tribute to the endless amounts of sirens we hear on your end because you live in a dangerous ghetto that I almost got shot in. When visiting
0: I, yeah i almost get dangerously shot in my ghetto every single day so <laughs> now you know what it's like to live in worcester massachusetts uh guys again uh, game, if you're not familiar game cats are the loyalist of the loyalist fans of without parole uh not fans friends man i mean like i, I always hate that expression i think it's silly um and if you want to oh uh, it's, it's
1: all about family
0: <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I, having never seen a fast and furious movie i can only assume <laughs> that's a fast and furious reference
1: that was the best I could do. I've seen like one of them. I think the first one. Anytime someone it makes like, a joke it was like 20 family, years ago. Always it's that like, movie. That, that's how are <laughs> around. Like,
0: he got marbles in his mouth. <laughs> uh. <laughs> nice. nice. God, before we even start the show, Emily Baxter hashtag the cartoony which game kitten rare. The $2 tip says the showcase equals suckage. We know Emily doesn't like cartoony games. And goddamn, was there a lot of cartoon <laughs> games. The whole time we were watching, we were like, where the fuck's Emily? Like, we need someone to shit on this stuff. Where is she? Uh, here she is. Nylas Ryan, the game feeling with the $5 tip says because I like it when the channel keeps running. Oh, thank you. We like it when we keep running too. <laughs> Good stuff. We appreciate you. We got Bambino Ramos with the $2 tips. says, haven't been here in a bit, so sending some love. What up, Bambino Ramos? Oh, feels good to say that again, man. I can't roll my R's. It would feel great to say that, but I've never been able to do that in my life. I took five years of Spanish. Yes, five, even though high school was only four years. Don't ask questions. Um, And I still can't roll my R's after all that. I think I'm a little tongue-tied. Like, my tongue isn't as long as everyone else's. I know. Sorry, ladies. Uh, But it just can't do it, man. Can't do it, Emily Baxter. Hashtag the cartoony witch game kit. Another two dollar tip says, "Welcome to cartoony game hate." Coven bogey cat. I I wasn't following the entire chat, Um so I missed what that was in reference to. I I did see a request, however, in the chat for me to not shave the beard until PSVR two gets comes out. I don't think that's happening, although I will say I got over the I got over the itchy part like last week and suddenly I'm like, I I don't have like the same craving to shave it like I did all month long. So I might keep it longer than expected. We shall see.
1: see. (sighs) Well, all right, man, I think it's time to kick off the news uh, because we have a lot of exciting things to go over. Actually, surprise, surprise. um, The Upload VR showcase yesterday delivered. If you didn't go watch our Watch along that we kind of reacted to the showcase. Uh, and we didn't go deep in anything, we saved it for today. Uh, and um, but one of the things, of course, was Moss Book Two getting a release window of spring 2022. So, I mean, so here in the states, spring begins in
0: January, March, April, right? Roughly April ish. Is that right? That can't be right. When does spring start? I I always think of Q one being winter and Q two being spring, but that doesn't sound right. When does spring start? Twenty twenty two, March twentieth, January, February, March. So pretty. I was gonna. To I was that. thinking I was, late March. So yeah. Pretty spot on, man. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh. So that means I mean so what, didn't
1: this game get announced like three months ago? yes it was uh maybe two or three months ago yes time's been flying it's hard to keep up these days
0: all right so th- this reveal didn't show any new footage it was literally the only thing new from yesterday was that it's going to be come out in spring 2022 and again that's a release window so we, it gives us about three months to estimate when it's coming out do you think do you think they announced this too early or do you think they announced it at just the right time what, what are you feeling what are your thoughts on this whole uh announcement
1: Um, no, I, I think it's fine. I'm okay with early announcements and stuff. As long as you set the expectations properly and, uh, you know, be a little transparent. If the game's going to be a while, you can say the game's going to be a while, but, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't feel like they did a a bait and switch here or anything. I I like the, uh, release date, more things to look forward to while we, I mean, we're going to be enjoying this game while we have, uh, the build up to PSVR two or next generation VR on PS five and um, it's just something to keep us busy. We're gonna need stuff until that releases. So I'm all for that. I've been waiting for the sequel for a long time. And uh, interestingly enough, actually, uh, GamesIndustry.biz did an uh, an interview with uh, Lincoln Davis uh, and Michael Felice on Moss Book two, and they they had a really great discussion about. The, how the market has changed how it's grown that now in this day and age that s- sequels are starting to become a thing you know when when VR was in it was still early on it still is early on but when it was like just born I should say the the running joke that we've always said is that these games always come out as a part one chapter one they never get a sequel so uh it's a really fantastic article I highly um recommend you go read it it's on my twitter that you can check it out and they just uh they talk a little bit about the game and um and just how the market is growing and basically getting ready to explode this generation and i couldn't agree more
0: yeah when they when they revealed this uh you know again it felt like another you know, slow time for psvr and it was at the very first thing they uh, announced at the beginning of one of their state of plays uh, and it was just when we were saying, you know, like, what is the purpose of State of Play? We were saying, what is, uh, you know, what is is, is Sony just kind of like throwing in the towel when it comes to marketing PSVR1? That they, We know that they've put a lot of money towards uh, making sure that we get PSVR1 games. But it's sort of just like um, doing the bare minimum to keep us happy and then not really trying to attract other uh, gamers into the fold. Which, again, I, I have said many times, uh, you can't beat a dead horse, man. It's like it's dead why why would you continue to throw money at it you're not going to bring it back to life um and and i totally get that
1: yeah they're not doing anything above and beyond they're not trying to sell headsets anymore really they're just letting whatever the important part is is that for those of us that are still playing and while we wait for psvr2 they're still providing games which is awesome man that is like amazing. I mean, this is an uh it's going to be a timed exclusive obviously. Right. But it's another exclusive. This what is this going to be the 6th year of PSVR? Good god, man. And we got we got a bunch of exclusives this year, so yeah, it's not uh great for growth of of selling more PSVR headsets. Um but it's really good for us that you know are continuing to play the platform, of course. And and some people have just picked up a psvr within the last year or so so this is great for them too there's there's lots of benefits to this uh and this is all on the side like i said yesterday we have to focus on two headsets now uh it's this weird transitional period we have to adapt to the situation and we're going to be focusing on two instead of just kind of one or the other um until we get the the next one uh and uh yep yeah. and you know a lot of these games that have come out within the last year or two maybe even the entire psvr library as we've heard um are going to have either upgrades psvr 2 upgrades or it's just going to be fully backwards compatible um and uh this is a great example of a game that we could potentially see i, I fully expect moss and moss book 2 to to have psvr 2 remasters as well so yeah, everybody. Everybody gets some here. Yeah, uh, agreed.
0: <laughs> I forget where I was going with all this, uh, but it's, <laughs> but again, you know, again, no. I, I think I think what I'm looking forward to the most for with Moss Book Two is seeing some new footage. Uh, I saw I saw someone in the chat say I think it was genetic blasphemy, Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, saying Moss came out before Astrobot. and so with yes. with Astrobot coming out. Uh, afterwards and seeing what a third-person kind of platformy type title could do, uh, I mean, you, you would be out of your mind at PolyArch to not be paying close attention to what your competition and what one of the, you know, Sony's internal teams is doing with VR. And so I can only imagine what that did to change development uh, and, and and for the better, right? Because as great as Moss Book 1 was, you know, was it VR AF? No, it was awesome. Uh, but I, I would really like to see some more uh, some more VR implementation into the next game. Uh, something that really drives it home that like you can't do this outside of VR. This is this is why we chose this platform, um, and I think that's that's a conversation that's going to come up later uh, in today's show as well. Um, thanks to a review that I watched earlier from the VR Grid. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you doing all my hard work for me.
1: Yeah, the um, and Polyarch has said that they, you know, they had a wonderful experience with the launch of the first game. I know, I remember when it came out it was like february late february of uh 2018 um in which astrobot came out later that year and um you know they they love the reception that that the game got and the game has been very successful it's one of the one of the few growing list of games that uh uh surpassed the one million users uh, or players or, or people downloaded and played mark um and, uh, yeah, and their focus on here in this article, they said that they want to take kind of the same elements and make them bigger and better because the one thing that they kept hearing was people just wanted more of the first game, that, that they loved it, um, that it was designed to be like a four- or five-hour experience, uh, and but, but people wanted a lot more. So they're focused on making everything bigger
0: here. Yeah. Um Sorry, I was just looking at a runner show. I think something's missing, but <laughs> we got Belaamy the GameCat with the five euro Says, "Don't get me wrong, but with some games not working on PS Five and VR already, expecting one hundred percent backwards compatibility feels like a setup for disappointment." Uh, yeah, I don't expect one hundred percent. I expect I don't expect one hundred percent backwards compatibility. and I don't think no. anybody should. Uh, from from, no. from the sound of it, um, you know, so there, there's a couple different ways this could happen. Uh, one that there could be. Uh, I saw EAE in the chat asking how how that's possible with one being light tracking and one being uh, inside out tracking. Uh, and from our, every developer we've talked to, it's th- that transition isn't all that hard. It's a switch you flip and says we well, you, now you're, now you're tracking it this way. Um, but that's Sony's crossed to bear. Uh, we don't know if they're going to take that on and, and just flip a switch and make it compatible. Uh, wh- what we do know is that some games. Uh, when we were talking to uh, John Hibbins from the Windlands Two team, uh, the CEO over there at SciTech, he was saying, uh, you know, that Windlands Two will be playable on PSVR Two, and I said, "How are you going to do that?" He said, "Oh, it's just a patch." I was like, "Okay." Yeah. So thank you for yeah. confirming that patches can be uh, can, can be implemented to uh, to make your PSVR One games PSVR Two compatible. And so uh, and, and so, if any, I would say any developer worth their salt, anybody who's interested in continuing to sell their game to a brand new audience. Uh, I mean, and when I say brand new audience, I mean I expect PSVR two audience to be five, six, seven times as big as PSVR one audience. Um, that is a chance to basically do a quick little patch on your game, make it look pretty, make it play better, and literally have a couple people working on that, you know, over the course of like three or four months, and yeah. and then suddenly be able to send uh, sell six times as many copies as you did the first time around. Um, yeah, I really would love
1: audience. to see. I would really love to see a focus on you know remasters, which we've heard. Um, from that the leaked developer summit stuff that that's going to be a focus of theirs yeah i want to see that i want to see games taking advantage of the 4k headset or near 4k headset and uh, adaptive triggers and and maybe more lush graphics lush environments so uh yeah i am totally down with that uh over backwards compatibility but you know that only works if lots and lots of games get, get upgrades. If, if not, then I would love just the rest to just be compatible that'd be great yeah
0: yeah yeah even if it takes a little bit of work on our part you know to be like, okay, uh, we have to go in and you know assign you know which what, what buttons do what on the on the orbs right give, yep. give us give us that kind of like emulation type thing where you go in and you just like set the buttons and you kind of like make it play the way that you think it should be played. Um, again, a conversation. That we'll probably have again later in this show. AJ, it's time to move on from Moss and talk about another game that was shown at the Upload VR Showcase yesterday. Uh, That was Ultra Wings
1: 2. Yes. Yeah, super excited about Ultra Wings. Um, Yeah, we got our first look at some actual gameplay. Now, here's the thing. You know, I was really expecting a little bit more. This is a game I'm excited about, mm-hmm. but this isn't a game that is typically going to, supposed to blow everybody away. This game, like I said in the pre-show, is all about fun flight sim and, and mini games, mini uh, challenges, things like that, and then having like a a world to fly around as well. Visually, you know, they said that this is a Quest 2 footage, and you can kind of see that from some of the, the basic textures, the basic geometry of, of some of the levels. It doesn't matter though, because that's kind of what the first game was, anyways. And this looks about the same, if not slightly better um, than the first one. It looks a little slightly better, I'd say. Um, there's a lot more to it, but um, <clears throat> yeah, this game they did say they, you know, they originally were not going to bring this to PSVR, and they said that you know basically it was a mistake that they were kind of targeting PSVR two. Um, and they kind of jumped the gun a little bit in thinking that. And, yeah, now they've said they've gone back, re- decided that they will bring it to us. And, uh, yeah, that makes me happy. Uh, I, I was looking forward to, you know, this is uh, this is an indie game, but this is a big, like a, a pretty meaty content filled indie game. Um, so that's, you know, that's pretty nice about it. AJ, were you there were you aware
0: that there's a, a metagame going on during our show? Were you aware that some of the cats are doing a drinking game based on some of the things that we do or say?
1: No, I was not aware of this. Now because, that I'm now that I'm aware of it, I'm gonna get you guys <laughs> drunk. We have we do a lot of the same things. Um but <clears throat> yeah, so in addition, we saw a first look at the combat and it looked like, you know, it's like says they radio in and they're like, Let's show them what the ultra wings are all about. So They've got, like, the Ultra Wings now has, like, a, a meaning, more of a meaning now. Uh, that, that's, like, the name of your squad or whatever it is. And, and they showed the combat. I will say, the, uh, the sound design of the guns when he was shooting at the other airplane sounded great. So I like what they're doing with the sound design here. Um, really heavy-sounding uh, machine guns, kind of realistic. So really, really like that. They, they really get some things right that make this game a lot of fun and really cool.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think it's easy to be disappointed by the graphics when you look at this. You're like, oh, I was really hoping for an upgrade over uh, Ultra Wings 1, but I think that I think the fact is is like it's I don't think the upgrades from uh from Ultra Wings 1 are as easy to see from a quick little trailer or some quick gameplay footage like this uh, as you'd expect. Uh, you know, the team isn't gigantic and they're making um, a bigger world with more planes. I mean, and, and and they're going, it's just, it's just such a bigger game in almost every other way than graphically. Uh, and it, even, and even these environments that like might not be impressive at first, like there's still a lot going on here, especially when you consider that it's just giant open world, right? And when you fly closer to it, it looks pretty, it looks pretty nice. Even if it's not like, you know, even if they're not going for realism. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, see that's what I would want though. I would love them to do an actual like you know, get th- I think this is the right path though. This is the right path for them to take. Release this version on PSVR one mm-hmm. and then get prepare a remastered version and just really go crazy with the graphics. I, I assume that they're um I don't know, I don't know. But but I would love them to go for like either like a hyper realistic look or just something give it like a fresh coat of paint to take advantage of the PSVR2 hardware and give us something that looks stunning to fly around that's what that's the next thing i'd want to see from these guys i think that's the next way they elevate because their gameplay is good their gameplay is great it's spot on it doesn't need anything else the the look of the game however could really use like a like a an overhaul and and really blow people's minds blow them away
0: yeah, no, I agree completely. I agree completely. But you know what for the for the sake of, uh, you know, a team trying to get their game out, I think they're making the right move. I think they're doing all the right things and, you know, maybe they expected to be able to make a PSVR 2 version and couldn't, but I think, you know, at this point, at this at this late uh sunset time of the PlayStation VR 1, I think this this is kind of what to expect. A lot, a lot of Quest two ports, and so this is this yeah. is what we'll get, and it'll be fine, and it'll be fun, and we'll get to play with each others and if we get to play with each others. What I don't know where I was going with that, uh, but <laughs> but no, this is this is good. My move <laughs> <controllers>. <laughs> yeah, I move controllers. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very I'm very much looking forward to this. Um, when it comes yeah. out, though, like I'm I'm just curious. About the timeline, I think that's the final thing in my in my brain about this game is as we get closer to the PSVR two launch and we have these PSVR one games trickling out. You're like, like is it is it gonna cut it, man? Like you know, are there PSVR one gamers that are still gonna be around to care? Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people are
1: there just some. Sure, oh absolutely. There's always gonna be some because and, because there's there's the the when the PSVR will be officially dead dead when the PSVR two comes out. Then it's time to stop. Then there will be nobody left, or, like, very, very few left. Um, but right now, until PSVR 2 comes out, yeah, they're still it's still good to go for now. Yep, 100%
0: agree with that. So, but it, that, that's the thing, though. If, if those if those dates start, like, switching places, if this comes out after PSVR 2, and uh, it's initially a PSVR 1 title, Sirens on my end, um, that's when things start to get a little dicey. You're like, oof, we know sales figures are pretty low for PSVR 1 to begin with. Um, yeah. You know, PSVR 1 games, so... Just uh, some, something that'll be interesting to keep an eye on, I think, as, as the months progress. Uh, Firebird Old School with 100 Sekiros in the chat says, December Razor money for both of you. What's Razor? Oh, thank you. That's a hard drive? What's, what's razor? Oh, razor? Oh, I'll sh- oh, shave. <laughs> That's good, man. I, you know, I, I, I got clippers. I, get
1: clippers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I got a beard trimmer. Yeah. Uh, all right, we also, man.
0: We, have, we got a couple more tips I want to read off. Before okay, we Move on. on. We got Alex plays VR with the uh, one euro. Uh, no message. Thank you so much for your donation, Alex. Much appreciated. Looper the underground game cat with the five euros says, "If you count grip buttons, different thumbstick directions, and thumb thumbstick clicks, orbs will have more buttons than moves." Agreed. Also, don't forget that there's no reason whatsoever that, like, if there is this backwards compatibility with PSVR one titles, that there's no reason you can't push a button in point in the direction you know it's like it doesn't it doesn't mean that it, the game has to be remapped for analog sticks yes we would love analog stick controls with our old games but if that studio doesn't exist anymore and in the way in the way that that game worked initially was to hold the move button and just point there's no reason why you can't just hold a button on the orbs in point right it's like yeah there's a no updated control scheme but to be able to still play it on psvr2 uh, Is going to be important, man. I'm all about game preservation, and uh, losing some of these to hardware that's just outdated. No one's going to want to plug in move controllers and cameras and uh, and, and everything else in order to you know to play these games about five years down the road. Uh, that's going to be a really sad thing to to lose out on if we don't ever get to play Preda Vendetta Rising again.
1: Yeah, maybe not, but yeah. <laughs> not if something better comes along. I guess only until something better comes along. Uh, speaking of which, it is time to move to our next news subject, which is Zenith VR, the uh, upcoming VR MMO that is run by Ramen VR. And we got some great news regarding that. We've been following for this for a while. We got to see some new footage, and it showed a lot of stuff like... Updated textures, new enemies, new areas that I've been really looking forward to seeing. Um, these guys uh, that are, I think it's, it's run by a couple that actually like got married in a Final Fantasy 14: or Realm Reborn. Such a cute story. Also, awesome game. I'm a big Final Fantasy fan, so um, I need to sometimes get my, my Cactor out here and get him with his shades on in the background at some point. But, um, yeah, we need more RPGs. Prompto, and uh, and yeah, this is uh, uh, an MMO. MMOs don't, they always have kind of uh, been elusive when it comes to consoles. So this is really, really a big deal and kind of breaking new ground because they're trying to bring an MMO and uh, it's VR and all sorts of things. But, uh, but the news, we got some additional news, in, in including the uh, new look that we got at it.
0: You peer a few hundred yards below you to see a group of your friends getting torn apart by deadly bony tendrils of a massive wraith towering over them. There's only one thing to do with your arms out. You jump out and dive towards the ground at ridiculous speed, swerving at the last second to dodge plants and trees on the way down. You pull up right before becoming a pancake on the earth above the wraith, pull out your twin blades, drop down, and sink them both into its back, hearing the crack in its spine, or at least you think that's what it was.
1: You and the wraith collapse with a thud. Your friends are safe. Uh, I cast heal on party members and, uh, we go to the pub and get a beer. <laughs>
0: I thought that was a good setup, man. I get this, the, the email that they, uh, they sent out to the, uh, the beta players, um, was, I thought that was a pretty good setup. It, it, it created some good imagery and really made you think of, uh, you know, some situations that you can end up in this game.
1: I want, I didn't get that email. I want this email. I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. Oh, <laughs> you think i just wrote that out i was like i was like oh I'm yeah i thought today. you were just <laughs> I, I thought, thought to you to were to like to just decided to play dungeons to and dragons all of a sudden
0: yeah no this is a. Uh, this is the email that uh that uh, brian from the zenith team sent out earlier today actually uh sent out some keys for uh the beta um so i'm gonna definitely be looking into getting uh psvr keys because the psvr beta launches the same day as the rest of the Headsets. Usually not the case. Usually, when there's a beta going on for a game, uh, it, it tends to be just like you know, on Quest or PC or whatever. Uh, but they are managing to launch the the beta on December 18th, and that does include
1: this PS- month.
0: Yeah, like 15 days from now. This month, like so 15 close-
1: days from now, guys. <laughs> um, 15 days from now, we can get into the beta for Zenith VR finally. Yeah,
0: and it's it's not very often that I'm wrong. I'm just waiting for the laughter to die out. You, but when, you're just wrong. But, but, but when <laughs> you're, I, but when I'm wrong a lot at once. <laughs> but when I'm wrong, I like to admit it. I like to, I like to, I like to, you know, stand by my mistakes and say, yeah, I was fucking real wrong about that. Um, and for a while, man, I played, I played this beta um, a while ago, and I was like, they've got a long ways to go. Uh, they've got much longer, further to go to releasing the full game than I thought. Um, and and now yeah. they're saying the game's coming out in early 2022. All all of this footage looks way 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 better than the stuff I played a few months ago. Um, they are making huge strides, and the fact that it's they're actually developing simultaneously on PSVR. In my head, these guys were making the Quest version, and then they were going to get to the PC VR version, and then they were going to get to the PlayStation VR version. And by that point, PSVR two was already going to be out, and it was just like going to be it was going to be like sometime late in 2022. And they're saying totally the opposite that this game is coming out early next year which don't forget guys there's only 27 28 more days left in the month right yep. like over the year so like, we are very close to early next year uh, and so uh, so they they're killing it with this now one of the big things that uh, this trailer shows off is improved gliding and dude i don't know if you've paid close yeah. attention to this but i mean this looks awesome we you know we we love games like rush vr that are kind of you know all about flying that kind of stuff, but yeah. but to have a game where you just jump out and you can you know, spread your wings and I I I don't I don't know why more uh, why more developers aren't doing these kind of things. You know, we were talking we were talking to Steve uh, from Albo earlier this morning, um, and we, we you know we're 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 all, we're constantly telling developers grappling hooks, jetpacks, you know, like anything that can make <laughs> VR more exciting. Uh, and, and these guys are like, oh yeah, you can fly. It's like what? Oh, go there, you go. Right? It's a fucking VR game, man. Like, make it feel exciting just to be in that world and get around in that world. Right? Windlands 2, I mean, say what you want about the actual, you know, the the combat or or the mechanics or whatever. But, man, getting around that world with with grappling hooks, like, that's what makes that game amazing. Uh, And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're making a VR game, don't forget that you're making a VR game and make sure that it's fun just to move sometimes.
1: Yeah. I love that. I just see that this is from the footage that it's more polished there's more content this is like everything that i was kind of expecting and hoping to see and in your defense i think uh as at least as far as i remember you just didn't think this game was coming in 2021 and so yesterday okay yesterday you were a little off you're like we might not see this game for a year and it turns out it's like a month or two um but uh, or 15 days technically with the beta, but um, you, you can but, try yeah. to defend me all you want, man. I was just fucking wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was way off. I didn't think we'd see this game for a year. Period. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but but I'm I'm really excited about this. I love uh, JRPGs. Final Fantasy sevens my my favorite game of all time. Uh, I've played stuff like A Realm Reborn. I've never experienced something like this in VR yet. So yeah. I'm really really looking forward to. Uh, playing, streaming, and just having fun talking about the uh, our first impressions with the beta, and just watching this game evolve. Uh, I also have a lot of experience with MMOs. I, I played. Uh, my friend got me into like World of Warcraft. I played that for a long time, and and man, that those games are really excellent foundations for some really fun time-syncing just good times and, and leveling and progression systems and variety and, and uh, areas and enemies and all sorts of stuff. So I am totally down with this. Cannot wait. Yeah. This,
0: this to me seems like a very much a, a VR fantasy uh, fantasy star online, which is definitely my jam. Uh, so I'm excited about this. You said you didn't get this email. So do you mind, this three little paragraphs that I think are packed with cool information. I, let's blast through it real quick. Um, uh, Brian says one of my absolute favorite things that we've added to the game is sensitive gliding mechanic that gives you a wicked wicked awesome control when you fly. This guy's right from my backyard. Uh, being able to dive d- towards the ground like an eagle swooping toward your prey. Swerve through narrow arch at the last second or hover over an enemy for a moment before you drop down on them and take them out ninja style. The freedom that sensitive gliding gives you is incredible and I can't wait for you to all experience it yourself. Another cool mechanic that the trailer shows off is being able to throw your swords in combat. Um, the mechanic Ooh. can be strategically used to stun and damage enemies from afar before you yes. take them on uh, for damage, uh, dam- for more damage in closer ranged melee combat. Uh, for mages, the trailer gives glimpses of new abilities and spells, and even a new magical shield.
1: Yeah, I saw the shield, and I thought that was new. You know, I, even not having played it, I love hearing that you they have it so you can throw uh, throw weapons yeah. and like stun enemies. Oh, that's
0: great. Uh, lastly, the trailer shows off a bit more diversity of the world, spanning from desert villages to lush forests to different parts of the city, plains, and even sewers beneath the city. One thing that's harder to see from the trailer that is uh, it's a completely rewritten AI system from the ground up that brings characters in the world to life, makes them more engaging and interesting to fight, and makes the whole world feel more alive. So they've made a lot of progress on this game in the last few months. It's very, very exciting. Yeah,
1: yeah love what I'm hearing here uh
0: real quick here i want to give a shout out to we got i got it bell ramy at the game cap the two euro says just saw that i got the email too uh i liked orbis at a j
1: oh orbis was uh sounds familiar it's 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 technically like the first MMO in v r it's i' have, i've heard it's good but i've also heard it's very like uh basic in some ways i don't know if they meant visually or or gameplay depth but Um, yeah, the, you know, it was just something that I had been told about before. And, uh, but yeah, this, this is, I think going to be like one of the first big breakthrough MMOs. We've also been looking at Elysia, but this one seems to be far, uh, like way more ahead of that one right now at the time. Um, and this one has, you know, this, this was a game that we've been reporting on for years now and following. And, uh, yeah, they crushed their Kickstarter from the get-go. They've done all the right moves uh, with this game. And, yeah, I'm just really excited. It's been a long time coming, and, and it sounds like it's uh, going to be a great time.
0: All right, man. Let's uh, let's move on to another game so, that was showcased yesterday.
1: Yes, which was the most surprising announcement, I would say, for me personally. Um, and that was... The announcement that Lucky's Tale is coming to PlayStation VR soon. Now, for those who don't know, uh, it's by Playful Studios, the ones who brought us Star Child and uh, <laughs> Star Child demo. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm I'm really excited about this. I'm glad that they brought this to us. I didn't know, however, that this game had been out for like Ever. since like 2016. Yeah. So I'm really surprised um that that we are getting this game but uh it's it sounds like it has really good impressions overall um but and i've got some key things to talk about but yeah how did you what was your uh first thought when you Listen, heard the news w-
0: whenever there's a game that is coming to PlayStation VR unexpectedly whether it's something i'm excited about or something i'm not excited about i'm really really happy because there's cuz a i'm i'm going to have to play it to review it so <laughs> cool something especially something like this that looks like you know, like I can maybe turn my brain off a little bit and just be like, I oh, just blast through a fun little platformer. Uh, that's exciting to me. But, uh, but yeah, I, I had heard this was, I'd heard this was out, you know, years and years ago. I remember it coming out and people going, Oh yeah, it's fine, right? And I, like, I don't think there was like a whole lot of excitement around it. And In fact, I think a lot of people were kind of negative about it because it it, it always lends to that question: Does this game need to be in VR? Uh, should this game be in VR? Is this is VR the best way to play this? And I, and I. I always struggle with that question, right? Because, because then VR adventure has the same problem being like then VR adventure, I don't think benefits all that much from being in VR. It's very much a, a flat screen 3d platformer that, uh, that doesn't have like that, that your head being in VR as the camera doesn't do anything additional that like just moving the right analog stick to move the camera doesn't do. So so it's always a question like, well, if you're going to be in VR, just like I was saying about Zenith, uh, about the movement, if you're going to make a 3D platformer in VR, well, do something special to make your game feel like a VR game. And so before the show, I was like, well, let's let's check out the reviews of the Oculus Quest version that just came out, like, what, two weeks ago? Um, and I watched uh, – uh, he's here, and, and I hate to give him shout-outs because you know how much I hate Ryan <laughs> – <laughs> Ryan, you know how much I hate you, like so much, like just with all of my heart, I hate you. But I watch, but I chose your review because the alternatives were so much worse. Um, <laughs> and no, no, you know, you guys know I love VR Grid. Um, make sure you check out his channel if you don't uh, watch it already. Uh, I was watching, so I watched his review, and, and I thought his review from for a game that I hadn't played. Uh, I thought he was he looked at it from a couple of different angles, and the word I heard him use more often than any other word in that review was the, and then the word after that was outdated, hmm. right? He's just, he's like, yeah. outdated. He's like, it looks nice enough. He's like, but the gameplay just feels outdated. It feels like a VR game from 2016.
1: Well, and that's the funny thing was I actually watched Upload VR's video review. That's the alternative. And... What, what did you think I was talking <laughs> about? <laughs> well, I, I watched it and I had no idea that I, after I watched the review, it was from 2016, and I was like, whoa, so so Ryan's review is probably a little bit uh, less outdated than than my uh, little impressions. I'm trying to, you know, I'm try I've tried to keep it spoiler free. I didn't even look at the footage, I just listened to it. Um, but the overview that I got from it was of course, you know, there's lucky, you play as this cute little adorable fox. Um Event, it mentions a lot of things like it being basic but fun. That it has like really good controls and the thing that it does for VR. You know, I don't think anything's gonna top AstroBot Rescue Mission when it comes to VR platformers. Uh, that's the at least third person VR platformers. Moss, um, you know, on the is is maybe another one, but but Moss and AstroBot are like the the uh, like prime example. Of how to do 3D platformers in VR, and I always fought for those really hard because I remember people going, "Why is this 3D? V- Why is this game in VR? It doesn't need to be in VR." Blah blah blah. And I wanted to. I wanted some games to come out because I'm such a platformer fan that that games could prove that they did it. And Astrobot did it the best because it. It has, like, the, the the cool mechanics that it used, the interactiveness, basically. But the thing that this game does apparently get right with being in VR is that they mentioned it having, like, good scale and angling. So, like, you know, I've played some Dreams, like I said before, where it was basically like Spyro the Dragon And, like, I got kind of a feel for what it would be like. And being immersed in these worlds, when they're impressive visually and the scale of everything is huge, you're not going to see it on the screen. It's not going to look impressive to you when you're watching footage. But when you're in the headset, being immersed in this world makes it really, really cool. Um, So so they talked about it having, like, good scale, good angling to kind of – and, like, you know, like how in Moss, how you had to look around for secrets. This game does that as well. Um, there's, uh, some time trial modes, uh, that were basically said to be a good thing. Uh, however, they said that there were some, the, that there are things in the game that, that required you to collect them to be able to progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally the game is a little bit on the shorter side at like three, no, maybe no more than four hours. If you go back and like replay stuff, this is the kind of game that I would love if it has a platinum trophy though. Yes. because I 100%. love platinum trophies? I would platinum the shit out of this game if it has a platinum trophy. Make so, me play this uh, game
0: twice, Playful Studios. Make me play it twice. I love when a game goes, oh, you you played through it once, you got a few trophies on the way just by coincidence, and then there's a whole set of things that you can do on your next run that will check a bunch of boxes off and get you the rest of the trophies and get that platinum, find every single collectible. If they don't have a platinum trophy lined up for this game, I'm already dinging it a whole point. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> do you, for yeah, especially for yeah. a game of this length, three hours is nothing anymore, right? Like... I, I yep. gave I gave Suicide Guy VR like you know it's it, Suicide Guy VR is a ten dollar game but you get like three hours out of it the first time and uh, like pretty much six hours if you're going for the platinum and for ten dollars I'm like that was pretty good but this game's twenty dollars man like I, I need to get at least you know I'm hoping to get at least six hours out of this um, but we'll see we'll see it's, you know I, um, I, I I don't I've, I've stopped I've stopped uh, using other people's reviews as um, as. For, for my feelings on games you know obviously like because all, all I can do is uh, until we have the game in our hands is like is kind of help other people get their uh, get their expectations in check and be like hey you know if you're looking for the next Astrobot this isn't it uh, and that's and that's why I went out and watched other people's reviews today but I'm gonna go into this with a with a clear mind and say hey you know like if this is just a simple straightforward platformer and I get I get a few hours out of it and it's fun like that's 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 fine by yeah. me you know yeah. have, having games locked on other on other headsets kind of sucks it's like <laughs> we finally get our hands on this one which is which is to be honest like good enough sometimes
1: yeah um i like i said i'm expecting this to hit basically third place in the platformers behind moss and astrobot um behind astrobot and moss well, i should say fourth place and, after
0: mervels obviously uh, no it'll be better than mervels
1: <laughs> but we'll uh, find but out. Yeah, it this, this game's not going to be blow, blowing us away or anything, but it but it looks really charming. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad Playful Studios finally got something to us. Um, and I hope that they do eventually bring a Star Child one day, maybe. Maybe that's why they haven't said anything, is that we surprise uh, release in the future. But, but yeah, I hope this is less than $20. If it's only three hours long, oh. that's not a very competitive price point. It just came out game. on Quest 2.
0: And it's $20. So expect it to be $20. Uh, Dark Angel Ugh. in the chat with the $5 tip says, uh, Meow. Meow. Uh, just, it's saying not had, the worst. just saying, sorry, I had a wicked, man. rough 24 hours. He said wicked. So again, my backyard. Wicked, rough 24 hours. Wicked, rough uh, 24 hours. And I'm on the other side of it now. Keep spreading that VR love, fam. Thanks for streaming. Always. Dark Angel. Uh, you got it. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't know you were sick. I'm really, really sorry. I hope you, uh, it sounds like you're getting better. And I'm really, really happy to hear that. Um, keep us posted let us know uh, and i'm sorry for being out of the loop Yeah,
1: yeah um but yeah i don't think it's a very competitive price uh point especially on uh a platform where games are on sale like crazy yeah. you know it's also that's the one big mistake that developers are still making right now is you know some price some some people price accordingly the song in the smoke Sold their game for $30, and that I got 60 hours out of that game. $30. 60 hours. And so, not to mention, like I said, all the sales Astrobot's $9 right now, Dreams isn't $10, Firewall's $10, all these like triple A games are like $10. So, if you really want to make a splash, I would uh, definitely consider dropping that price, but maybe they can't do that because, like you said, they've already released on the Oculus Quest. Two or whatever for twenty dollars, yep. um, which over there it makes sense, but for us is not gonna. It's it's probably gonna be a wait for a sell for a lot of people. Just knowing our audience, um, but anyways, still I'm excited to play this. I think it looks. Uh, I think it looks cool. I love platformers. I, I love to have a new one, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. Looks like a good time. Short good time.
0: Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me in the chat if I've reviewed Baby hands yet. I have not uh, since when I did that first playthrough, uh, which hopefully you guys got decent impressions from. Uh, the developer was in the chat saying that they're working on a patch to address some of the bugs that I found and some of the sound issues and also a bunch of quality of life things. So uh, that was supposed to be out early this week. It's now late this week and it's still not out. Who asked that question? You Stop trolling.
1: <laughs> stop trolling uh, dude, i'm
0: excited to review baby that is like, I,
1: no no because no,
0: I've, I've i've held off getting that platinum i'm going to go in and i'm going to play that game uh, from start spinach capture new footage with when, once it's patched i will um, i will
1: find you okay hey, i will man, find you baby tech. hands is fun uh, tom tom it fun platinum. it's not a good game it <laughs>
0: is a fun platinum
1: Tom your Gaming says, "This reminds me of Conquer for kids. Yeah, it does look like Conquer's Bad Fur Day vibes a little bit. Yeah. I used to love Conquer's Bad Fur Day. That had such great multiplayer. Do you too. Do you um, own my N sixty four cart of Conquer? I did buy your N sixty four cart. I've also I don't even have an Xbox, and I have the Rare Collection from. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't have an Xbox anymore. But they did something awful, and they replaced all the the dirty jokes in Conquer's Bad Fur Day, which I was really pissed about. They replaced all the beer with milk." And they, like, censored it a bunch and, and really pissed me off. Um, but that's why I bought the original from you, and I'm good to go. I got, I've got i got an N64, and I've got the OG Conker's Bad Fur Day. And, uh, yeah. yeah, good shit, man. I'm about to hook my N64 back up, man. I'm jonesing for some, uh, for some
0: golden eye. <laughs> All right, listen. MLGR221 in the chat says, did they talk about the controls yet?
1: No, we did not, but it is timed because, uh, you know, after the fall is only days away. And uh, during the showcase, actually literally during the showcase yesterday, this this it was both part of the showcase, but something else occurred, which was they posted in the PlayStation blog, and it was a lot about some, some details about the PvP, a deep dive on that. We've already talked about the PvP, mm-hmm. so we're going to skip that. Um, but they posted the control schemes, for after the fall. This game supports DualShock moves and the aim controller. And we are going to address something because we have noticed some major red flags that are very, very concerning. Um, and we wanna talk about it and and share it with you guys. And uh, I have been talking, as soon as, the, as this article came up and I saw the picture of these controllers, uh, the move controllers in particular, I reached out to Vertigo Games immediately and was like, guys, you have a serious problem (laughs) that I tried to be very subtle about it, but Mm -hmm. also let them know, like, you have no idea, like, that how big of an issue this is going to be. So, so so, we're going to
0: earlier, someone earlier in the chat, like when we first began the show was like, there's all this news in their headlining with the after the fall controls. And honestly, we we talked about this and it was like, man, it really sucks to have all this great news sirens on my end. Have all this great news and to have, and, but the biggest story is Jesus, they gotta fix these controls and they gotta fix it fast, right? Because yeah. because we've we've been playing PSBR games for six years, we understand the different control schemes. There is there is, even though even if there's not an analog stick on the controller, there's still a standard that we feel as though uh, developers should be upholding. Because why are you rewriting? Yes rewriting the book on on simple controls you know especially when it just comes to walking forward and backwards the fact that that's not standard in every game you know i mean i almost kind of gave windlands a pass for their kind of substandard control scheme
1: because you're not running some have to do some have to do workarounds because there's more buttons than what are offered and stuff and and you know there have been some but there is a traditional standard scheme that we give praise to all the developers i mean none of the games that released earlier this year um you know, we had Fract, we had Arashi, we had S- Saints and Sinners last year. We had, um, uh, I, don't, I can't remember, but all, a lot of the games, Song in the Smoke, these all shared the same exact fundamental control scheme. And and Arizona Sunshine, uh, back in the day, didn't have the best control scheme. Most people played it with the aim controller, um, and that is actually the first control controller we're going to bring up here and talk about uh, are the aim controls. Now, from just at a glance, this seems to me like the same control scheme as Arizona Sunshine. This was people's preferred con- way to play Arizona Sunshine because they said with er- with everything else, you know, with DualShock, it wasn't immersive. With the move controls, they were bad, uh, the mapping. And this, to me, is okay. I think this is playable. This is fine. But I still... There's still some things about this control scheme that really bother me. Um, I think this will be the optimal way. I think if you have an AIM controller, uh, you're safe to get this game on PlayStation VR. If that's the way you were planning on playing, uh, I think that's going to be the best way so far.
0: Let's be fair. If you're playing on PlayStation VR, like you're used to adapting with new games, right? Like Because regardless of, of a somewhat set control scheme that we have, lots of developers choose not to follow it, right? And so, you know, if you pick up the move controllers, it's always going to take a minute to go. What does what, right? But you're right. I do think that uh, out of the box, the mo- the one that makes the most sense, the one that you're going to be able to jump into without thinking too heavily about it is the aim
1: control scheme. Um, yeah. Cause, because well, there it- is something... There is something about this that catches my attention. Stuff like X being to eject the magazine. Like it's it's yeah. always been a square that is like your reload button. And and I remember playing Arizona Sunshine and pressing X and the clip pops out. And I was like, "What the heck is this?" Like it's every single game. To me it just it makes me think that like there's a really like inexperience with just video games. I mean, what game have you ever played uh, with a controller that you pressed X and it reloads. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. Nothing for 25 30 something years that is never like people have like a st- I know this is a different controller design than the average controller but but it's got the same face buttons and it and so like it's just there's a couple little things about the Aim controller controls here that bother me right. but overall it's very usable. It seems like it's going to be the best one.
0: I mean overall, yeah. It's it is weird that they would map it to the X and then not not map anything to the square, right? It's like, well, if you're not using the square, yeah, for there's nothing else, mapped, right? There's nothing mapped to square. And then on top of it all, being like, oh, we're going to give you an option to also use L one, or is that R one? I can never remember. Yeah, I think it's R one, right? Which is which is like, you can see it there. It's 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 right above the trigger. So you kind of have to like, if, if you're holding the aim control, you have to like reach over and do this if you don't want to hit X. Who's going to do that? Like, why is the alternate button so out of the way?
1: It just, I'm, yeah, it's just looking at this in a, in a quick glance, I would put eject as square, eject magazine is square. Obviously. Uh, yes. Tri- triangle would be the selection wheel. Cause that's mm-hmm. usually how we're used to that. And then circle would be the rotate and then have X be like an interact or grab button or pick up um, something. Um, <clears throat> and that's just like looking at it in two seconds. Just right. it's, it's all about being very intuitive. And I feel like they're, you know, they struggle when it comes to making like these these designs for the most part um, or these designs as we get into is they're just a little unintuitive. They're not where we naturally are used to placing our hands. And and the thing is, is that there's so many other games that the buttons are exactly where you expect them to be. So this isn't like uh, I know some of it's uh, like, you know, maybe a, a foreign thing to them. But this is nothing new like this. There's so many other games that that did the exact same thing. And like you said, why are you trying to reinvent the wheel every time some kind of developer tries to just invent their own control scheme versus doing the research and the studying and and what worked before, what people really like? You know, even just asking the community, uh, it all it usually goes becomes a train wreck and affects sales greatly. Right.
0: Now keep in mind that, you know, Vertigo this is this is strange. Braxbro in the chat earlier said, Would it be worse if they didn't announce these control schemes ahead of time? And my feeling is Yes. 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 It would have been much worse. I feel like I'm already rewiring my brain so that when I first dive in, I'm like, "Don't expect anything to work the way you think it's going to work." And so I'm I'm really happy that they announced this ahead of time. And on top of that, they said that they are going to be listening to, uh, you know, customer feedback and changing these uh, as time goes on. But you talk to them today, and they're like, "Well, it's not whatever changes aren't going to be done for launch." Right, they so- said
1: post launch. Post launch, we will be tweaking the controls further based on your feedback, which to me is a really strange strategy. I mean, I know, uh, I know PSVR might not be their priority, but they did so much work already, and I'm really surprised they didn't they didn't like get some of these uh, some play testers or or reach out to us or reach out to Reddit or or somewhere to get some people to play test and get this feedback. Why does this feedback have to come? Why do these changes have to come after launch? Why do you have to have like a, a like cause this frustration at launch? Like what who, I mean, it's very surprising to me that that they do choose to do this after launch well, versus at launch. I mean, so when
0: it's very infrequent that you see that the you see a game come out in a week before it comes out on the PlayStation blog, they post all the control schemes. Like it's almost like they were like this doesn't seem right let's post them and get the let's get the bad news out of the way yeah, like, right like why, why the fuck would they be doing this in the first place it just it just seems like hey guys we need feedback and we know this isn't right it just seems like such a weird so way to go to about
1: it. with all the delays that you made us wait and everything yeah. like like you know that's the dis- it's just really disappointing but anyways that's the aim controller that's going to be the way the one that that definitely seems like the biggest recommendation um before we move into fun and immersion.
0: For sure. Uh, before we move into Dual Shock Four, Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony witchy game kitten. Rare with five dollar tips says Twitcher and I will have a hungry, hungry hippos tournament after cartoony games become extinct. Either way, we all win. Well you should I hope you're playing after the fall, because uh because it's not cartoony. Uh, Looper, the underground game cat with the five euro says, didn't Blair Witch have somewhat non-standard control scheme? Something like top button for turning. Yeah, the top. Blair Witch had excellent
1: controls though.
0: Yeah. And and honestly, uh, and it had some really kind of, uh, gr- some really interesting control schemes. Like when you brought up an item, like a, the, the video camera, the button layout on the video camera was move controllers. Like there was a big button in the middle and then co- buttons on all corners. So you could see exactly what you're doing without looking down at your controller. Um, but, yeah, but 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 when you move the t- turn buttons from the bottom to the top, that's, like, about as far stretching away from, like, traditional control schemes as I'm willing to accept. We're going to get to the move controls uh, for after the fall, yeah. and we're going to talk about how they even screwed that up. Um, yeah. Okay. Don't, so, next we've got...
1: Good. 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 Yeah. No. Next, we've got the DualShock Four, and this one, this, this is the thing: is that people don't necessarily like playing with the DualShock Four because it's just not. The, it's not immersive. It is right. a great option to have uh, as an accessibility device, and they actually got this one. This is a more traditional thing and it looks it looks normal. Dude, Lastic square move, ejects the magazine. Square, square, I know. Why <laughs> like, didn't they like look and look and even the triangle, I didn't even notice this, but even the triangle is the selection wheel. And they didn't copy this for the face buttons on the aim controller. That's so weird. Yeah. Like they had it right, but they had this exactly right uh for for the dual shock. But I reckon most people are majority of people are not going to be playing this with dual shock. Right great option to have though we love options we appreciate them having this as an option absolutely
0: yeah i mean we say it, but we say it, uh, a good number of people aren't going to be playing this with the Dual Shock. but then we find out how many people you know played firewall and in farpoint without ever buying an aim controller and we know that those games don't support the uh the moves so we know that they're playing it with Dual Shock. so it, i think a shocking number of people are going to play this with the shock. um and at least it, at least it for the most part looks okay you know it's, it's What how do you fire?
1: Um I was let's see. Uh let me bring up the control scheme. Throwing arc, throwing arc. Grab one. I don't I don't don't think you can shoot with a dual shot (laughs) or controls. You You say you you say it. It's it's voice immersion. You go bullet, 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 bullet. No, I you're right. There is no I'm guessing it's the it's got to be the R two and L two. It's got to be. Um, they just
0: yeah. They just copied and pasted. Throwing. They arc just kind of forgot.
1: <laughs> they forgot to list that in here. I, this, so that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe DualShock
0: Four isn't the way to play this one.
1: Uh, maybe right. it's not. Maybe it's not. You're gonna need to be able to shoot stuff. And, wow, and, that is. I can't uh, believe I didn't notice that. All right. I didn't. I guess you just. I just. Yeah. I kind of just assumed. I mean, I wanted to look at it here too, but. Oh uh, man. And it's funny too because they posted this on Twitter, and the, nobody even like mentioned this. I mean, nobody even. All the re- responses are people that don't even care, anyways. But unfortunately, but but yeah. Okay, so let's move on. This is this is the big issue here. Yep. Um, <laughs> is that the move controllers? This this is what like really hurt my like hurt me to see because this shows that it's like. I, I've never seen anything like this. This is a complex beast that that cannot be tamed. And like these are these are just it is just baffling to see this. Um, it's, it's after like,
0: it's it's like oh. they were determined to not have to worry about a left-handed mode, right? It's like because the, it's right. Like, cause the the controls on each move controller are basically mirrored images of each other. So, but in the thing that gets me more than anything else, I'm sure you're going to have your own complaints about, about this, but having yep. t- the turn left button on your left move controller and a turn right button on your right move controller. It's we're not awful. talking about, we're not talking about, you know, on your right move controller and your left move controller, there's, there's two face buttons that turn you left and right. We're talking about, you have to push this button on this controller, turn left, yeah. and this button, this this controller, turn right. And that is some PSVR one launch nonsense. Like we have come so far. Bar like Arizona Sunshine doesn't yeah. even do that, does it?
1: Like uh, it, I don't it, know. I mean, I remember Arizona Sunshine. But... I always like to say what 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 Polish Paul says. I always quote him, and it's like it's like some games map when they do stuff like this. It's like operating a tractor, trying with like tons of levers and and gears and and all sorts of stuff. You have to do so many steps just to do basic functions. And and yes, so let's let's go ahead and explain what the traditional control scheme is. And that is you push the move button and you move. You point the move button. It's uh, Endeavor One likes to call it the virtual joystick, which mm-hmm. I think works great. You push the move button and you point the move button in the direction that you want to move. It's called the move button. Um, it's meant for movement. This and and like so firing and using items and grabbing stuff. You know you don't grab with your thumbs. You grab like by usually pressing the triggers is what you like to grab, right? You usually grab with the triggers because that's where that's where it should be. Sniper Elite did this same mistake of trying to grab and clip onto things, clip onto your guns, grab your weapons with the with the move buttons, and it feels so weird. Like it's so hard. It's not the problem. Is is like it's so bad. Like it's unplayable and it's like not even worth it. It's such a hassle to just do basic functions and it's even worse. Like you can get used to it, but then you go play, you go away and you come back and it's like impossible to like have to relearn everything. It's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. I hate the, I hate the move buttons being grabs. Those need to be to move. And like you said, then typically where it says on the right hand, where it says to move and to eject magazine, those two bottom, the bottom uh, X and circle are typically turn buttons. You turn left and right. If you look at the control scheme how it is right now, you if you're left, if you're right-handed and you use that X to to move to move, you you have to move your thumb to rotate left. You can't move forward and rotate left at the same time. You're gonna have to like, I mean, it's. Oh, it's just man, I've just we've the thing is is that most developers don't make this mistake, so it's incredibly frustrating to have to come back and deal with this again for one of our most anticipated games. Yeah. I mean our last big game of twenty twenty one and this is what we get and with this move control scheme and, and I like playing with the moves because you get to reach out and grab and, and interact and stuff and it's just wow. Um <laughs> I mean,
0: listen I, and the fact is, it's like the, the stuff we've listed isn't even isn't even all of the complaints. Um, we're just yeah. trying to kind of cover the major complaints we have of this. If you look at uh, if you look closer at this, you'll see that the triggers on the move, not, they fire your weapon or use items. Um, I, I guess yeah. I, mean, I guess that means you have to holster your gun before you can use an item or like or am I going to be like trying to. Am I going to be pointing my gun at something and being like, no, I don't want to shoot. I want to use this item over here. Uh, like, I mean, I haven't played the game. So that's the other thing about this is, I, you know, I hate complaining complaining about a control scheme when you haven't even played the game. But we've played zombie shooters before. Right. So, so so some of our concerns might not be relevant, but 90 percent of them, I guarantee you are going to be relevant. Oh, I can games yeah. before. Right. We've yeah, been playing we've, PSVR games for fucking
1: five and a half years. Five years. Yeah. Five yeah. Years, yeah. It's it's just really disheartening that, you know, because I know they didn't do this on purpose. This wasn't like a Obviously. like a thing. But but man, it's just it's just so disappointing when we when this issue pops up, it's like one in every five or 10 developers does a control scheme like this. And it's just terrible. And it's like, you have so many examples of how to do it. Right. Um, and I understand you kind of live in your own bubble. I feel like this is the same person that did the, the Arizona Sunshine move controls, and they're not very good. Like they're, like I said, people liked Arizona Sunshine when they got the aim controller because they just want to be able to play and not fight the controls while they're playing. They want to fight the game. Um, so, yeah, man, this, they, this is like you said. The good thing is, is that they said they'll be taking in feedback um, for the game, and they'll be shaping it. They're going to go ahead and just let the game launch, though, like this. They're not going to be able to patch this prior to launch because they didn't reach out to us. They didn't reach out to the PSVR community. Yeah. Um, and you know, I understand that the the sales numbers are not going to be reflected the most, the highest on PlayStation VR. But still, I mean, to have the best experience, the best game that the game that we've been waiting for so long for, and fa- and we let we said, okay, you want to delay the game uh, to make sure it's great on every platform? Yes. But we just feel like they kind of just overlooked us here, and and it sucks, man. It right. sucks. So, um, it's it's especially but, disappointing
0: because again, yeah, like you said, the game's been in development for so long, and on top of that, like when they did this uh, reveal yesterday of uh, finally seeing PSVR footage for the very first time, right? We were like, because we'd seen PC footage for forever, you know, like they even people who went out and played it uh, ahead of time. Uh, they weren't allowed to capture their own footage. It was like this this stock footage. Everything you've been seeing has been coming straight from Vertigo. People haven't been able to post their own footage. And so there's a little concern in the back of everyone's mind being like, where's the PlayStation VR footage? Like, what's it going to look like? Is it just going to be a port of the Quest 2 version? And when they showed this footage off yesterday, it was very clear that the Quest 2 version in the P- in the PSBR version had very little in common in that the PSVR version was close to the PC version. We we're like, okay, we all breathed a sigh of relief. And then immediately after they posted these controls and we were like, you were so close, man. You were so <laughs> close. Like you had you, you were almost at the finish line and you almost did everything right. It's got cross play and 32 people like hanging out in the yeah. lobby together and you're gonna be able to go play, you know, eight player PvP and you're gonna be able to play the campaign in co-op four players. It's like everything sounds right and it's tons of replayability. They're gonna keep delivering content. It's like Almost, they almost got it. They almost got yeah. it, and then here they are at the finish line, being like, boom, just dropping the ball big yeah. time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the only person, uh, you know, we of course we always recommend waiting for reviews for any game. Doesn't yeah. matter what. Don't believe playtester hype. Don't believe anything because that's what they typically do. Um, but you know, we. The thing is, is if you if you don't even have a name controller, this is like an automatic. Don't buy for me. Like I can immediately tell you, don't like do not pre-order this. Do not buy this until they get the move controllers fixed. If that's the way you want to play, it seems like a, a must wait. Even if you have to pay a little bit more, uh, don't get the uh, don't get the pre-order bonuses stuff or or whatnot. Um, then then that's the way it's got to be. Or if you want the bonuses to. To get it now and then wait for it to be patched but if you want the best experience you're going to have to wait for this one it's not going to be at launch with the with the move controllers if you have the aim controller you have the best chance of then then you have at least a chance of enjoying this um uh, but, well
0: we Saeed with the canadian two dollar tip says hi guys you suggest buying after the fall day one uh literally right now i, I know AJ i haven't just, played it yeah aj just said what he thinks Um, And, uh, and, you know, we've been in contact with Vertigo, we've been in contact with the PR team, and uh, and, and so far, uh, PlayStation VR keys have not been delivered. Now, if you pre-order this game, you have access to it on Monday, which is like just three days away, right? And so not having keys for a major title like this uh, three days from launch is a little concerning to me. Um, yeah. and so I got, I've got my fingers crossed. I really hope this game comes through. Uh, and I, I hope it's yeah. everything we want it to be, because again, this seems like a games of service type thing that we actually want. We can't wait for updates for this. We can't wait to get more content, you know, and in, in going through that gameplay loop over and over and over with friends being like, Hey, you want to go do this? And like, you know, level up this weapon and whatever that I'm excited for that. Usually I'm not like a, a DLC kind of person. I'm not a seasonal kind of person. They're like, Oh, content comes in seasons. I don't usually care about that. This is a zombie shooter, man. It's like and after playing windlands with with you know three of my friends and then three more of my friends and then two more of my friends uh this this is that that <clears throat> that was scratching the itch that like this i hope really satisfies completely. Um, yeah. So the answer this, we don't they, know. But so just yeah, try to be patient. The
1: good news is the good news is they showed us the graphics comparison yesterday, and uh, the graphics look more on par with the PC. This is the the version we're getting is not a Quest port. It looks more on par with the PC. So graphically, everything looks like it's there. Um, but but this this control scheme is gonna have to have to get fixed. And um, yeah, there's so many examples. There's so many examples. Fract, Arashi. Uh, Saints and Sinners yep. is a big one. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. These Go look at these games and those are the the normal control schemes that we've been used to. These are games that we didn't have to complain about at launch or near launch, days before launch, and say, hey, your control scheme needs to be fixed. These people did their research and, uh, and they cared about that this was intuitive controls, and you know, we just we'd like to see that too for our last game of the year, our last big game. I guess Zenith is 15 days away now, so we right. can look forward to that. But but yeah, if if you don't have a name controller, sorry, you're screwed right now. I, I would hold off. I would not buy this if you don't have a name controller, or or uh, get a different version. PC or or, Quest or
0: if PC. you're good at adapting to control schemes. Uh, but again, like like just that's that's just a small part of it like we just we just need to know you know we need to get in there and play the psvr version for ourselves and and report back to you guys um every
1: developer has always provided yeah we've had review keys like weeks early and this one we have not this is the only one weeks all year long weeks Um, it's been been giving us giving us days they're giving us days to review this not even like not even days to review this game uh, so. Bogey Cat
0: Productions with the two quid says, definitely waiting for a review before I take the plunge. I think that's a smart move, honestly. I'm not going to yeah. tell you that not to buy it or to buy it. Uh, I'm just not going to say anything outside of... I'm going to say not
1: game buy games. it right now unless you have a
0: name. Distracted Game Cat with the New Zealand 349 says, the selection wheel buttons are the problem. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, they're on the list of problems for sure. Uh, everyone's going to have the, the problem that bothers them the most. Um, I think the turn buttons on the moves are the biggest problem. Like, that is fucking... Nonsense. Xpacer with the $5 tip says, Let Vertigo Games know I'm available to teach them Move Control Mapping 101. It should take about five minutes. <laughs> Good. Good job. It Acer. really doesn't
1: take that much work, man. It yeah. really doesn't take that much work and research to figure it out. It's it's mind-boggling, really. Yeah. But again, I have reached out to them. They've been very nice about it. Okay. And uh, But they did say that they're not going to have anything at launch They're before launch. I wish they would have uh, reached out sooner. It's going to be after launch. So... <sighs> yeah I would love to say to pre-order this game but I can't right now uh even if it costs you if the game is as good as we hope then maybe it'll just be better on the uh maybe it'll be worth that extra five bucks you would have been saving pre-ordering it but yeah, we'll just, uh, just getting screwed over here a little bit
0: yeah I mean I, I you know I don't I, I don't like to get I don't like to get too negative about things before I play them um you know yeah but, but this is the control scheme is is nonsense. Uh, and I've just got my fingers Remove crossed. Controls, yeah. I mean, the control scheme for all of them. There's something wrong with yeah. every single one of those control schemes. Like, That's and, true. And there's like, no reason for it. This this is a zombie shooter, right? It, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not reinventing the wheel. It's not doing anything that other zombie shooters haven't done prior. There are yeah. examples of this uh, that have worked way better. Um, I don't know. It, I've got my fingers crossed though, because like I really, really, really want this to be a good game, and I really want it to be fun. And so I'm trying to temper my expectations but uh, and also stay positive i've got again just
1: finger f- yeah, finger finger my crosses game, uh, game game has a lot of things going for it but they need to get this fixed asap
0: uh dragon's eye is 76 with the $5 tips as i preordered after the fall to get 48 hour early access it's too late um just keep, I
1: tell you, man. Keep
0: keep, keep in mind, man. Start <laughs> start remapping your brain now, because if you're obviously if you're gonna play it on Monday, uh, before any patches come out, and, and this is you know we we say oh this this team got it right, that team got it right, another team got it right, all these games did it right. Why can't they, dude? This is this is still a very common thing. You know, we're we're living in an age where games come out and we just go. Ugh. Oh, it's gonna need a lot of
1: patches every now and then there's always one to remind us right even arashi man belated-
0: i know you love arashi but arashi took like two patches to arashi. get to a point where it was like okay yeah this is good like i it, it was it's it went from being pretty good to being okay good right it's like they needed two patches to make it there great to great uh, great great to me is like nine plus. plus eight is good or very good oh. all right. um all right dude we are running way 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 over our time so let's get to psvr 20 questions uh, if you guys don't know how this works i've chosen a game a PSPR game, in fact. And AJ and you guys have uh, 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game that is. You also have only have six minutes to figure that out. Uh, I have chosen a game. AJ, I hope I haven't chosen this one before. Are you ready? I am ready. Now, let me put the six-minute timer up on hat. the screen from Timertopia YouTube channel. They have great timers. Uh, and they let us use this one. Go.
1: Does it have move support? Yes. Does it have good... Move mapping. Uh, Good controls. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the controls are good, but I'm not sure how much it has to do with the mapping. Let me, okay, let me just, let me skip that one. Can I skip that one? I just answered it. Because that was not really an answer. I didn't get an answer from that. Does it have aim support? No. (laughs) Uh, You said, okay, so you said it has moves, no aim support. Um, Does do you have hands in this game? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Stupid question. Uh does this game have combat? Like shooting or melee combat? No. No shooting or melee combat. Okay. It's five. Um has this developer made other VR games? That's an excellent
0: question. Uh, it, the developer has not made other VR games. Is this a game that we would consider as a good game? No, we wouldn't. I think oh, I think sorry. we I think there are members in our community that enjoy it, but I don't think we do. Okay, I am to say we don't. In
1: fact, is it? Hmm, is it a puzzle game? Yes is a puzzle game and it uses the moves and it's one that we don't say is good but you some of you cats might like it um hmm doesn't seem like there's there's no melee or shooting in it but it did sound like he did make it sound like but there is some form of combat i guess can you give me that hint
0: uh, I, I would say if, if, if you're thinking about combat, that's not what you would think of in this game. Uh, okay. I, would, I would say no. No combat. No. Let's just, let's just say no. no. I'm overthinking it. No. Okay.
1: Um, that's uh, eight questions. Sit so down. Eight. <clears throat> Puzzle game. Some people like it. We did not. Um, is it? Is there full locomotion?
0: There is not full locomotion. Does D-Magnet
1: have full locomotion?
0: Uh, at launch, it did not, and then they okay. patched it, and now it
1: does. Okay. Did you say there's not full locomotion? There's not full locomotion. Okay. Is it no teleportation? Um.
0: Yeah, I, I would say that. That was. That's how you'd have to consider this.
1: Okay. Um, I love Just in Time Inc. So that's ten, by the way. Um, okay, ten. Good Goliath is not a puzzle game. Um, <laughs> FNAF has no locomotion. There's definitely no no teleportation in it. It's it's squishies. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um you said but you said you have hands. I asked if you have hands and you said this like actual hand looking hands, right?
0: Yep, hand looking hands for sure.
1: Um, is it I'm sci-fi? Ro- I'm, I am rolling my eyes when I say it.
0: Uh, is it sci-fi? No. Is it an adventure? I mean, isn't everything? Isn't life an adventure, AJ? No, it's not. I'm, I'm not going to... I can't really answer Sometimes that. Sometimes
1: it's boring, so...
0: <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't really call it an adventure game. You go on an interesting adventure, but it's not... That wouldn't be my classification, no. I'm not going to count that because I did count the earlier question that you wanted me not to.
1: It has to be... Okay. Um, <laughs> rangy. Um, how much time do I have? Uh, a minute and 45 seconds. Good God, time is running out fast. Uh, okay. And, uh, we're on 11 or on 12. All right. I need to narrow this down. Uh, does this game, uh, did it come out in the second half of the PSVR lifecycle?
0: Um, I'm going to say yes, but I'm also going to need to double check that. Did it come out within the last year? Okay, so yes and then no. It did not come out in the last year.
1: Okay, so it came out in 2020. Or I guess that could be 2019 something. Um <clears throat> Okay, okay. Here, here we're getting some stuff. There is some there's no teleportation. Uh is it story driven? somewhat abstractly
0: wouldn't wouldn't be like trendy. oh there's a solid narrative but there certainly um there is a narrative It feels abstract. last labyrinth
1: doesn't have yeah the transpose is good last labyrinth doesn't have full locomotion um floor plan doesn't have locomotion or does it have and that actually floor plan is way older that came out in the first half of the lifespan um 30 is seconds this game a, is this game a deep cut i don't think so no um That's 15 let's see uh let's see here is it cartoony no it's not cartoony oh god uh does it have cats in it no i mean not that i remember 15 seconds um
0: Ooh. uh is it made by neat corp it's not made by neat corp that was my uh, i was thinking about that one earlier today five seconds um is there multiplayer no all right, timer's up. You got
1: to give me an answer. Um, okay, timer's up. Answer. Uh, let's see. I don't have any more. I don't have any more answers. So I got to guess something, guys. Give me a game to guess here. Uh, it can't be the room VR because I think we've already done that, right? Why do we even have a timer? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because you usually spend a little bit of time waiting or asking stuff or whatever. Um did I ask if there's multiplayer and you said no?
0: Yeah, you, you asked and I said no.
1: Okay. Alright. Uh I'm just gonna have to guess something from the last year and say uh I think you said some people like it. Uh I'm just gonna say Um D Magnet. It
0: is not D Magnet. It is in fact exactly what Nike Alexandria said. This game is Last Labyrinth, escape room game, horror game.
1: You do have Last hands, Labyrinth. but God
0: damn, they suck. Last
1: Labyrinth doesn't support the moves. Yes, it does. What? Yeah. The, uh... Wait, what? Yep. Last Labyrinth supports the
0: moves? Uh-huh. And DualShock. I'm 100% certain of this.
1: Last Labyrinth supports the moves. I did not know that. All right, okay. I guess you learned something new, at least.
0: Yep. Uh, this was uh, one of my least favorite games uh, of that year because I was I was excited for it. Uh, everything was done uh, from a static camera angle, and you were controlling somebody in technically third person, and it was very not very yeah, responsive. Yeah, people don't react. like Last Labyrinth. Some people hey, do. It's bullshit.
1: Bullshit. Uh, I was very clear that it?
0: I don't like it, and that we don't like it. Um, some Who likes do. it? Oh, hey, nobody hey, likes. Hey, it. everybody in the chat. Somebody out there likes. Uh, Last Labyrinth, if you like Last never Labyrinth. have never heard of sh- it.
1: This is also a deep cut, too. Oh, come that is on. That's a tough one. Listen, this yeah, one... that is a deep... Last Labyrinth, not a deep cut? Pff,
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, Wally Dsaid Faridi with the Canadian $2 says, do you think we can remap the controls and after the fall, the answer is no. Um, that is not allowed uh, otherwise. It... Yeah. Um, it's, it, 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 it's a fucking logistical nightmare, unfortunately. Um, so That's all right. They're not going to let us do that. That's all
1: right. At least I learned... I'll just I'll take this as a win that today I learned Last Labyrinth has... Uh, move support, even though it's still hard
0: to believe. Yeah, it was it was strange because right before the show, I changed it from budget cuts to uh, to Last Labyrinth, and uh, yeah. so so almost, man, almost, uh, It's almost suggested. But all right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you to all the mods who helped this channel out and the end, helped Discord run uh, smoothly. Uh, if you're not a member of our Discord, make sure you click that link in the description below and join us over there. Remember, it's free to join. Man, come hang out with us. That's where we hang out. That's why I sit in voice chat like all day while I work and. Sometimes get work done, sometimes don't. Make sure you don't, uh, if you don't already, subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. Uh, When I'm slacking, he usually picks up that slack. And so there's usually some great live streams over there. Uh, Also, uh, shout out to Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who does all the timestamps for the show. He's my uh, uh, Jeremy the NES rookie, right? (laughs) I almost forget his (laughs) name. Uh, And that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you to everybody who helps out the channel. We love you all so very much. Remember to watch this on... um, uh, listen to this on podcast if you don't want to watch the video uh, we know that an hour and a half can get way too long it's definitely long for me uh but we love you all thank you very much everyone who supports the channel on patreon thank you to everybody who supports us here donating thank you to everybody who participated in the chat tonight and of course thank you to everybody who sat back watched the show didn't say God goddamn word we know you're out there and we love you just as much aj
1: guys subscribe hit the like button thank you so much it goes a long way let's cue the cat brian because i want to say have a wonderful weekend to lc2552 beats the musical game cat thank you sir uh dark angel feel better we'll be thinking about you genetic me the reverse engineer game cat gta sport lets you remap i didn't know oh yeah gta sport some of these driving games do let you remap the uh, controls uh uh, yeah i remap them same with dirt rally forgot about that and drive club all the racing games got it right Robert the Game Cat uh, says, "Happy birthday, Twitchy!" Emily Baxter hashtag cartoony witch game kitten. (laughs) Due to Komodo dragon, kimono dragon, a kimono. I think it's Komodo dragon, isn't
0: it? No, kimono Kimono is. There's no
1: D. It is Komodo. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I thought a kimono was like that thing that you wore. That's like a robe uh, in Japan. Might also be (laughs) kimono. (laughs) (laughs) The Feder PSVR. Let's rock, gracious. This says, Last Labyrinth, ruined My Life. Still didn't see a single person say they liked this game. Twitcher, the single oh, player game there. cat.
0: They're out Maybe there. I... <laughs>
1: they're Every time out. I say I
0: don't like it, somebody's like, oh, I love that game. It was so good. And I'm like, you're <laughs> out of your mind.
1: Aceville VR, you have a solid weekend as well. Ben L of the Game Cat Army, thank you. Virtual Strangers, West in the, hou- in the house tonight. Thank Man. you so much. Bambino Ramos, good to see you. Mick Coles, keep throwing those shapes. Boy, distracted Game Cat uh thank you so much man serial killer the christmas crunch game cat hell yeah nihilus ryan the game feline stay metal my friend uh neon groove i always love seeing your name jude Albawi bye bye thank you for joining <laughs> old darth you have a great weekend as well sirens on my end the game cat <laughs> you go get you some drinking
0: uh nick nero thank you uh, There, there i no d pocket. i've been corrected by the chat the <laughs> komodo dragon <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Although I'm Nick, on a Nick, roll. Nick, Nick Mueller says, Kimono dragon is a dragon in his pretty sweet robe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Nice. Sweet. Right, Thank guys. you, History, or uh, Animal Planet from 25 years ago. Hey, guys, join, join Discord. Click the link. We'll see you over there. We love you. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow. Yeah.